Malachi chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. For behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, when all the arrogant and all evildoers will be stubble. The day that is coming shall set them ablaze, says the Lord of hosts, so that it will leave them neither root nor branch. But for you who fear my name, the sun of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wings. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall, and you shall tread down the wicked, for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet. On the day when I act, says the Lord of hosts, remember the law of my servant Moses, the statutes and rules that I commanded him at Horeb for all Israel. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes, and he will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers lest I come and strike the land with a decree of utter destruction. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, good morning. We have some cheery words from Malachi. Um, And it it really is like kind of cheery, but also kind of uh, disturbing, which I can't think of a better way to describe minor prophets as a genre. A little cheery, a little disturbing, and uh, a whole lot to learn. So... Jackson, you just read the concluding words, yeah, final words of the book of Malachi. Um, it's been, you know, a little bit of a heated debate between the people of Israel and God. Um, and it kind of sounds a lot like a conversation between uh, an irritated parent and like a six-year-old mm-hmm. child where it's like, you know, you're doing this. And Israel's like, how am I doing that? And then, you know... So I'm sure nothing you'd be accustomed yeah, right. to because the Randall boys are perfect. <laughs> perfect little angels. They are perfect little angels, um, yeah. that, and that's facts. But I'm sure other parents can relate. Right, right, so, right. <laughs> so we have a couple very, very, very important uh, little nods that I want to point out. The sun of righteousness shall rise with healing mm. in its wings. Amen. That sounds like something that... Uh, you know, we will see and hear elsewhere in the Bible. Yeah. And then before, behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the great and awesome day of the Lord comes. Yeah. And we should just immediately think of Jesus. We should think of John the Baptist. We should right. think of people thinking that Jesus was Elijah. Yeah. Um, and so very you know, a, a lot of very important stuff here. And then around that, we have all this talk about, um, you know, treading on the ashes of evildoers and, and some pretty epic minor prophet imagery. So Jackson, what are, what are your thoughts on this concluding passage from Malachi? Yes. So there are some hard words in these verses and I don't want to skip over those necessarily because, mm-hmm. um, they are meant to hit us in the chest. We're not, we're not meant to just be detached from these words um, and, and just like move along without, without reckoning with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there are some, some, some hard things burning like an oven when all the arrogant and evil, all evil doers will be stubble. Um, you know, that, that is a, a warning of warnings. And, and mm-hmm. so that's a warning that's, that's not meant to just be, be heard and make us, merely trembled, but it's meant to turn us to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, verse three, and you shall tread down the wicked for they will be ashes under the soles of your feet on the day when I act. Again, th- that's a hard word um, 
and we're, we're talking about people here, but we're talking about people who ultimately rebelled against God and, and continued in their unfaithfulness such that they are uh, characterized as a wicked people. So there's some hard words, things that are worth reckoning uh, with, but I really think the emphasis in this passage is on the way that the Lord is ensuring to his people that he is going to maintain his covenant promises with them. Come on. And he is going to not just redeem a people temporarily, but he is going to redeem a people to himself forever. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do so alluding to this son of righteousness, mm-hmm. alluding to these people, i.e. John the Baptist, and then his son, Jesus, who's going to come and is going to redeem a people for his possession yeah. for all time. Yeah. And so, you know, there's lots of times, I think, throughout the course of uh, Israel's history where they might have been tempted to think that God had forgotten them, that God is uh, going to uh, not make good on his promises. And here, right before we go into uh, uh, 400 years of silence from the Lord, God is making it very clear that he pur- has purposed to gather them back to himself through uh, his heir, mm-hmm. Jesus. And so um, what we're really seeing is the setup for the the story of stories to continue and to climax in the person and work of Jesus in his life, his ministry, his death, and his resurrection, um, because he's coming on the scene and, and he's coming quickly. Amen. You know, if you want just a good time, you should uh, you should sit down with your Bible and resolve to not get up until you figured out what this phrase "the day of the Lord" yeah. means. <laughs> um, just go through the minor prophets and the major prophets too, and come up with what it means, and then text me um, because it, it's a very elusive thing. And you know, Kynes and I have talked about this a decent amount, but. You know, I think the day of the Lord is, it's kind of like, we use the the mountain range uh-huh. um, metaphor a lot on ODR um, because it's very multidimensional in one sense. You know, sometimes the day of the Lord, um, you can really faithfully read it as like the death and resurrection of Christ mm-hmm. or the advent of Christ mm-hmm. or the return of Christ or, you know, the sacking of Jerusalem or, you know, these different moments of judgment or liberation or, you know, things that have happened. And it's kind of like a mountain range is the metaphor that we use that it looks like from a long way off or like through, um, you know, photo, it looks like one big unit with a bunch of different ridges and peaks and stuff. But then as you drive up to the mountain range, you actually realize that, you know, these mountains are like a hundred miles apart and all very distinct and, so you can't really blame, like, I think sometimes we, uh, we can have like a little arrogant attitude towards the people that Jesus was announcing his ministry to who had trouble recognizing him as the Messiah. Yeah. I think we can have this very arrogant demeanor of like these idiots, like Jesus turned water to wine and they didn't <laughs> know that he was the Messiah. Um, and, and yet, you know, when, when you read this, this day of the Lord that's coming, uh, you know, there's there's all this fire and the evildoers are, are stubble 
and uh, you know, there's the son of righteousness with healing in its wings, and uh, Elijah is coming back to announce it. And what actually this prophecy culminates in looks a lot different than what this might lead you to expect. Uh, and you know, the son of righteousness did arise and does rise with healing in its wings. Yeah. Um, and Elijah, the prophet, you know, this, this prophecy is fulfilled, but you know, God's ways are, are rarely um, what we would come to expect from our own great yeah. wit and wisdom. And so I, I think it's like, that's an important thing to see here. Um, and then just to, to remember that these words are the last words that God speaks through a prophet until he appears to Zechariah in the temple to announce the birth of John the Baptist, who is turning, you know, he he turns the hearts of fathers to their children. He he is sort of this restorative prophet who prepares the way for Christ. And so the last words before God speaks to Zechariah in the temple uh, is, you know, the this promise of a prophet um, who, who's going to come and prepare the land for the day of the Lord. Yeah. And that's a, that's kind of staggering. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We see the Lord's kindness and uh, he, he's, uh, you know, I just, I can't imagine what it would be like to live in those, those years in between the return of Israel from exile receiving these words of the Lord and then waiting for the advent of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and for those who have ears to hear, they have these words that are meant to serve as this sort of like, um, this sort of buoy for the soul that says, hang in there. Like, like don't give up, continue to repent, continue to f- be found, to be located in the Lord mm-hmm. and, and wait for him. Mm-hmm. And, and he'll make good on his promise. Mm-hmm. And we see that the Lord did not promise these things in vain. The Lord uh, was faithful to bring about the the fulfillment of his promise to bring about Elijah the prophet, uh, who did turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, children to their fathers. And Jesus did come. Mm-hmm. And the son of righteousness did rise with healing in his wings. And we know that one day he will do so again fully and he will make all the sad things come untrue. Come on. And, and we will see the restoration of all things. And so. Yeah. Um, don't think I didn't hear that Lord of the Rings reference. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> don't, don't think I didn't hear that. So, you know, it's it's yeah. a, it's a an incredible note to finish out. Yeah. Uh, not just this, this, uh, uh, this sermon, if you will, that is Malachi, but, uh, but the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, in anticipation of the new. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's been great to read um, these words um, in tandem with uh, our preaching and everything else going on in life. So for Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. We're going to flip over to Ezekiel tomorrow. So we'll see you then on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. 
If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.